0: This is PhotoBizX episode number 510. And today we are talking with family portrait and newborn photographer Nasa Lee, who has six kids, a successful business, and her clients pay $1,000 for her sessions upfront and before the shoots happen. No free sessions, no giveaways, just paying clients. And she covers exactly how she's doing that in today's episode. That interview is coming up in just a minute. Are you planning to have a successful wedding and portrait photography business? Join Andrew as he interviews successful photographers and business experts to fast track your success. Welcome to the Photo Biz Exposed podcast with your host, Andrew Helmich. Hey, it's Andrew Helmich here, host of the PhotoVizX podcast, where I interview guests from around the world to help you grow a better photography business, even faster than going it alone. And I know you are going to love today's episode with Nasa Lee. And the reason I know you're going to love this interview is because of the popularity and the feedback I had from the recent interview with Katrina Ferguson, who is also a mum, has a photography business, doesn't have five, six, or seven days a week to devote to the business, yet she is successful in her own right, just like Nasa, who shares what I think is a pretty unique way to building a successful photography business by charging her clients up front, yes. <laughs> this isn't an episode about giveaways and free sessions, it's all about charging the client up front, and I think it's gonna be especially pertinent to you. If you are a mum in a photography business, starting out in your photography business, have another job in starting a photography business or are tired of giving away free sessions and want to have a different way to attract your photography clients. So we're going to get into that one in just a minute and I have linked to the episode with Katrina Ferguson as well. You can find that in the show notes for today's episode. Before we do get into this interview, If you didn't catch last week's episode with Juliet and Ben, make sure you get back and have a listen to that one. These guys had a successful wedding photography business, which pretty much tanked when COVID hit, like so many other wedding photography businesses. They were really at a crisis point. They decided to pivot and start focusing on portraits. They were getting some clients, they were making some good sales, but it just wasn't enough. That's when Joel Dunn came on the scene. They hired him, the photography business coach, I should say photography business and mindset coach, and things never looked better from that moment onwards. They share exactly how they're attracting their clients using some of Joel's strategies, which has led them to a point now where they are on track to have a revenue of over $250,000. Just incredible. So get back and have a listen to Juliet and Ben from last week's episode. You're listening to Photo Biz Exposed with your host, Andrew Helmich. If you are listening to this episode as it does go live, you'll know that it's a day later than usual, and that's because we've just had Easter. So I hope you did have a fantastic Easter break. Linda and I had a pretty quiet weekend. There was plenty of cycling, a little bit of golf, some socializing, and plenty of quiet time as well. But we got some fantastic news as parents because our eldest son, Matthew, proposed to his girlfriend, Lauren, and we could not be happier. I mean, this is a whole new chapter for for Linda and I, for our family. And uh, yeah, it it was just wonderful news, and it sounded so romantic, just like I knew it would be, Matthew being a son of mine. And uh, he, he took Lauren away for a week of bushwalking, exploring, and they happened to be in the snowy mountains of Australia. It was a cold weekend. There was snow all over the place, which Lauren hadn't experienced since she was a young girl. They had this spectacular vista. I've seen photos. Matthew somehow distracted Lauren, and when she turned back around, he was down on one knee. and He already had the ring-sized purchased and ready to go and she was surprised and blown away and delighted and uh, yeah Linda was a laughing crying happy mess for the rest of the evening when she found out uh, especially when she was able to share it with her friends and uh, our family as well once Matthew had made the calls to everyone that he wanted to so yeah fantastic weekend for us some exciting and fun times ahead for the family And Jordan, our youngest son, has said, wow, wow, the pressure is really on him now because both his brother Maddie and cousin Daniel are now getting married and uh, he's feeling that pressure. Anyway, that's some of my news. I hope you did have a fantastic Easter as well. And if there wasn't a proposal in your family, I hope you had plenty of good family time anyway. Photobizx.com. Real advice. Real strategies and real ideas to build your photography business. Okay, we are going to jump into this interview with NASA in just a second. If you are hearing this announcement, it does mean you are listening to the free version of the podcast. Now, what that means is you won't hear the full interview today. I am saving a large portion of the second half for premium members only. The good news, if you want to access the full interview, you can do that for as little as $1.00 with a trial membership, simply head over to photobizx.com forward slash try, sign up with PayPal for $1, get 30 days access, listen to the full interview today with NASA, get an invite to the members Facebook group, check out the back catalogue and see what you're missing out on every single week. Again, more details at photobizx.com forward slash try. Welcome to another great eye for business. It's time for Andrew's special guest. Today's guest is a lifestyle, family, newborn and maternity photographer based in Seattle in the US. She's also a mother of six and on her beautiful website, it clearly states that her family sessions start at $925, which surprised me a little because it was this email that had me reaching out for an interview. She says, Hey Andrew, I was listening to the episode with Katrina Ferguson and love that you featured a non six figure photographer. I've been running a photography business for 13 years, all while growing a family. I have six kids between one and 11. I grew my business without Facebook ads or a huge social media following. And this past year, I've leaned into helping other photographers who are early in business and wanting to grow in a way that is sustainable for raising a family. In the photography business world, I know firsthand how, as a mum and a photographer, you can feel like less than. However, I know that my business is important as is my voice in this industry too. I'm talking about Nasa Lee, and I am rapt to have her with me now. Nasa, welcome.
1: Thank you for having me here. I am very excited to be here.
0: <laughs> well, I'm excited to have you here as well, because Katrina's episode, her interview was so, so popular with so many photographers, not just the mums. It was also other you know photographers newer in business that hadn't cracked the six figures yet, which seems to be that... That, that figure that everyone's trying to, or that ceiling that everyone's trying to break through. Is that your target or do you have a target?
1: It's been kind of in the back of my mind last year. I was very close, but it is that kind of number that like, Oh, you're not successful unless you hit that six figures, which is kind of hard like to say like, Oh, I'm not successful yet when I know very well that I am and that the photos that I've created for families are very important, no matter that end revenue.
0: So even with that being said, though, like you honestly feel successful to yourself or in the business world?
1: I do. I do feel successful knowing, again, I am running a business full time. I am raising six kids full time. I don't have a nanny. I don't have a team. And yet I'm doing very well.
0: Right. So who would ever make you feel like you are unsuccessful if you do?
1: I don't know that there's someone that's unsuccessful. I think it's something that we often put on ourselves. One, as being a woman and kind of feeling that intimidation of there's very much the kind of men's club idea or that in the photography world, or I guess in anywhere in the business world, that you're just a mom with a camera. But if you can say, oh, I make six figures, then you can like throw it back in their face or something. But.
0: (laughs) So have you ever come up against that, that feeling that that wall of, of male photographers or in the business world? Do you ever, ever feel that personally?
1: I will get it more when someone asks what I do and I'll say I'm a photographer and then they see me standing there at the school pickup line or whatever. And it's like, oh, she's a mom with the camera. And and you kind of feel that where I want to be like, yeah, but I'm a pretty kick-ass photographer. like. <laughs> To let them know like it's it's that i'm not just a mom with a camera
0: but are they actually saying that to you or is that just the vibe you're getting
1: it's usually the vibe i haven't had it too often i will um early in business when i had like i would be at some events there would be a lot of men would come up with you know asking all gear questions for some reason that's kind of like i don't really care about gear like my camera gear but I'm not like a gearhead, or I have three lenses and a camera body. That's it. And I feel like there's that kind of, uh, that came earlier on, but I don't put myself in a lot of those situations where I face it, I guess would be.
0: And that makes sense. And, and it's true. I think there are definitely more men or male photographers who are geeky when it comes to gear than there are women. I mean, I was, I was going to say women focus more on, on, you know, their photography, but I guess men do that too. They just geek out on their gear more than women.
1: Yes. And I'm not, again, I know many male photographers and they are amazing and many in your group and whatnot that aren't like kind of pushy, but it's that I don't do in-person sales. I don't, you know, I'm all inclusive photographer and because I don't have time for that. (laughs) I just, and so it's, it's just kind of those those stereotypes in the photography world i think of uh oh you're a shoot and burner or you're a mom with a camera you're this or that and i loved when you had katrina on that was like owning who she was as a photographer and i was like yes let's have some more like that because i know that i'm not the only one i know there's lots of women who are quote-unquote moms with cameras but are doing amazing work and have amazing businesses
0: so for sure Absolutely. I want to talk more about your business in detail, but tell me first, why do you even have a business? I mean, you've got six kids.
1: (laughs) So, my business, I've actually been in business longer than I've been a mom. And I went to business school at the University of Washington. And the last thing I ever thought was I would own a business. And so, which is kind of ironic, but I've always loved photography. I was adopted at the age of 10. And it was at that time that I picked up a camera and really fell in love with photography to kind of hold on to this new family, this new gift I had. But I never saw myself as a photographer, as an artist. Fast forward, I graduate from college and I didn't really know what I wanted to do. I learned quickly. I did not want to sit in an office nine to five. I knew I wanted kids and I knew I wanted to be around. And I had a job. I worked full time, but it was like, what do I want to do when I grow up? Was kind of my, what do I do next? And I had toyed with the idea of being a photographer, and my husband came home one day from work and was like, "I got you a gig, you know. I have a family for you to photograph." And I was like, "Oh my gosh!" And so it kind of started that way. He like supported me full on from the get go, and I just grew a business as I grew my family, and that's kind of how it came about <laughs>
0: okay I mean I, I don't want to shine a bad light on men here <laughs> but <laughs> did he ever get to a point where he's thinking you know Nasa, I wish I never introduced you to photography because you know now I've got to spend a lot more time I know they're his kids but he's got to spend a lot more time you know doing the house stuff where he had I'm guessing he had you doing that and he was focusing on bringing in the income
1: You know, my husband is a rock star. I'm very grateful for him. So we are high school sweethearts and we went to college. So we like grew up together and he has always been very involved in equal, you know, there's of course always that struggle of like, you know, who's going to do what task and whatnot. And it's challenging because a lot does fall on me as he works during the day, but I'm also trying to do business tasks, but he has never said that. And he's always been very supportive of, okay, what do you need? How can we make this work? And whatnot. Our family has a cabin about three hours away. And I go two to three times a year, usually with another girlfriend, couple other photographers, and I get work done and just recharge. And he's very supportive of that and getting that on the book. So. And don't worry, he has his golf weekends, his trips, his backpacking trips. He's got his things too. But he makes sure that he's very supportive of, of me and my business.
0: Wow. Okay. I mean, I know I'm putting my views on your relationship, but was there ever a, a chat about, hey, why don't we just pick up the business, the photography business when the kids are older, when they're all at school at least, so that I don't have to give up so much. So that was never, I can see you shaking your head. you like, it never happened.
1: never. No, he's never done that. He knows one, how much I love it. Now I would love to step into birth photography, but I know that that would just be very impossible at this stage right now with young kids and school, everything. But that is something I'm okay. Like I'm not like my business is lacking because I'm not going in that direction yet. And, but no, he's never, you know, he's been very supportive in everything.
0: Amazing. You've got to keep her there.
1: I know I do. He also cooks dinner. So he's really a
0: keeper. What's his name? Derek. Derek. Yep. And just tell me, just as a, I want to ask you, cause you brought it up. You said you were adopted at 10. What happened there?
1: Um. So just rough childhood. I was in the foster care system for a couple of years. And then I was fortunate enough that my parents, you know, adopted me. I went through the adoption system or whatever. And my parents, are pretty amazing people to take in a 10 year old girl and uh, incredible. Yeah. Start fresh.
0: And, and was it you on your own or with a sibling?
1: Um, Me on my own. They had adopted my brother when he was born, which is, so he's not my biological brother, but he's my brother. Right. So they adopted him first. So he actually came first in the family, but then got an older sister, which is pretty uh, rare, you know, and he had wanted an older sister. So it worked out really well. And, Like I said, my parents are just the most amazing people and very supportive. And so, you know, it was that kind of second chance at a good family that really is a big part of my photography journey and what my focus on family and connection and and what matters the most in
0: families. Amazing. And I can see that comes across on your website and the copy that you have on your website and your blog posts. So that your parents were either of them into photography because you said that's when you started photography. Did they give you a camera? Like how did that get going?
1: I think they had this huge drawer of just pictures. I remember like pictures and I had like a film camera, you know, that I spent so much on rolls of film. In high school, I think I got my first SLR camera. So before digital, right. And in the dark room. The funny thing is, is that I missed the day where you develop the film. So a friend and I, like we cheated. She would develop it and then I would like process it or whatever. And I passed the class, you know, but then they had gotten me a digital camera, which took like six AA batteries, right? And took like four pictures on it, you know, Like, but I just took pictures of tons of things. My dog was a big, you know, he was my baby. And so, They just, you know, I just always was the one taking pictures. I like to scrapbook and just document everything, even when it was just my husband and I. And then my husband had gotten me a camera, you know, a Canon Rebel, which is what I started my business with, you know, like forever ago. And so
0: it was kind
1: of a crazy start. Something I love to do, you know, and they didn't know when they were paying for all those developing
0: fees, you know, I was going to lead here. This is where it would come, you know? (laughs) Yeah. Amazing. I want to ask you about time management because I imagine you're an absolute guru when it comes to that. But tell us a little bit about your business. Like where are you now? I mean, we talked about that six figure benchmark. Are you approaching that?
1: I am. So last year I made just under 90,000 for the year. And uh, I'm really close on that. I've had growth each year, but last year was my biggest growth yet. And so I'm right there at that six figure. I do. And that's, that's mostly families, newborns. I also do a couple schools. So fine art children's portraiture
0: in there as well. Fantastic. I mean, if you were in Australia, you would have cracked 100000 So, uh, with the exchange rate. <laughs> See? Well, I'm moving. <laughs> you can say you're a six-figure photographer. That's right. Um, so when you and Derek look at that number, and I know you don't take $90,000 home, that's a turnover, a gross number. What do you guys think about that number?
1: We're very happy with it. I mean, again, he has a full-time job. It's not um, – so my income is kind of the extra – Um, check, I help pay for some things, but a lot of like vacations, or I really like my kids are dressed well, (laughs) so like things like that. It goes towards those things. We have a really giant van. If you can imagine six kids that all need to be in some kind of a car seat, we drive a very large van, so it pays for that. And so he was very, very happy with that number. My mother in law is actually my accountant, she's a CPA. Very grateful for that. But she was even like, Nisa, I'm so proud of you. Like, look at this, like, and you're just doing it on your own. And so it feels good.
0: Unreal. So tell me a little bit about the makeup, because I said in the intro that you are helping other photographers and automatically I know the listeners thinking, oh, okay, most of this is probably coming from coaching. That's not the case with you though, is it?
1: It is not. I am kind of new into that. I've kind of done it slowly on the side, but I've gotten a little bit more serious about kind of leaning into it, marketing it, doing a couple courses and starting that, but it's not a huge chunk of it at this time. I wouldn't mind maneuvering that way. My fall was really crazy. And so taking on a few less families would be a-okay with me, but also helping more photographers who kind of see, can see themselves in me, I think is something I would really like because 13 years ago when I started my business, there were not a lot of resources. There weren't a lot of communities or groups or something like yours. And maybe yours was around then. And I just did not know it. And I read so many business books and did so many things, but everything was geared towards like the 40 hour work week or, um, and that just wasn't something I had. Like I didn't have 40 hours in the beginning. I was doing it on my lunch break and at night and in the morning, you know, that side hustle. And then as I had kids, it's the naptime hustle and the after bedtime and getting up early. And so I had to kind of figure out strategies and methods, taking pieces from everything that I've learned and create systems that worked for me and my business and my life and my family.
0: Absolutely. And just tell me, you said there the fall was absolutely crazy. So you're based in Seattle. I'm not 100% familiar with the weather systems across the US, but it gets damn cold where you are in winter, doesn't it?
1: Yeah, Seattle's pretty mild overall. But it is very dark and gray most of the year. I mean, like a lot of the year. We have gorgeous summers and people come in July and they're like, oh, this is the most amazing. (laughs) Um, It's green here all year because it's so rainy. It's so wet. But like, I don't shoot families from January through March. Like I start in March, I'll take families. Now I've done like some maternity and I do newborns year round because babies come when babies come. You gotta do maternity at certain times, right? But a lot of families that want those fall photos, fall color, sunsets earlier so that if they have younger kids. Um, but it means it's really crazy, right? Cause I, I will do from September through I stop shooting through the end of October typically. I will do some in early November, but I mean it's dark at like three. <laughs> and so you have If it's going to be rainy, you can't do a shoot, you know, then or you can't like, let's do it on the weekday, but the kids are still in school or, you know, families need to work or whatever. And so I just don't really schedule anything except maternity and newborns in November, December.
0: Got it. Okay. So, and this sort of leads me to the question I really wanted to get to is what surprised me about your pricing is you charge, you know, almost, I think it's over a thousand dollars with tax for a session. Where, where i see so many photographers that i want to use the term up and coming but i mean you're more established than that but i see a lot of photographers giving away sessions and making sales in the back end i don't see many photographers charging a thousand dollars up front so that tells me that you either have a very loyal following and a great a referral network or you're doing something totally different that i'm unaware of so how's it working for you
1: uh I mean, it's working good. I just had raised, I was at 875 or I think it was at 825 last year, but I just bumped up, but I'm still booking all. So a lot of my clients are return year after year. They just come back and I just put a lot of my efforts into blogging to have my website rank. I think in this area, we have a lot of tech people, a lot of people who want all of the digital files you want it easy. like this is what I'm going in, I know what I'm spending, and there's no, you know, questions and they like that and are comfortable with it. And so it works really well here. A lot of photographers around here are all inclusive. I mean, there are ones like Sandra Cohn who is not, and she does beautiful work and her own, you know, different style and whatnot. But yeah, I've tried every kind of pricing. <laughs> And structure and things and this was just what works for me. So I include an album and the digital files and people have been very happy with it. Many buy prints afterwards. I know going in what I make and I'm happy if I don't make anything else and anything else extra is just the icing.
0: Right. So you've got nine twenty five plus tax. What's the tax?
1: Tax is
0: like eight point nine percent here. Okay, so it's around a thousand dollars. Yep. So for $1,000, the client's getting the session, they're getting an album and all the digitals. Yes. Okay, so tell me about the album and like how big is that, what's included like as far as layout and the cost of that album?
1: So the album is an eight by eight album. I use Miller's Lab. I do their signature books and it costs me typically around, I'll say like $75. I do 10 spreads or 20 pages. They can pick their cover material. So I have like a page that lays out and then I do the debossing with their information. You know, they can put the year or their family name or baby stats or whatever on it. And so they get that album. I use Fundy to design it. So they're very fast for me to design. And I usually, when the gallery is delivered, I deliver the album proof and they can add, you know, do revisions from there. I used to wait and allow them to select photos and then I'd put it together, but the back and forth and chasing people and come and do this was taking too long. And often people don't know how to design an album or select. And so this way, if I have it designed, they can be like, oh, we love it. We just really love that one photo. Can we make this one bigger on here and then swap? And usually it's a pretty fast thing and I can have it. I have it shipped directly to them from the lab.
0: Love it. I love that. So how are they seeing the layout and the photos? Are you using the Fundy software or using something like ShootProof?
1: So for the album, I use Fundy and their software. And then I use ShootProof to send their gallery of photos. So they can download there, they can order print and canvases and everything is I usually just can click a button and hit send. The canvases I order differently, but everything else I can order right through the print lab. I just hit like send a printer, one button and it does it. So it's, <laughs> you know, efficient for me.
0: For sure. So how many, I, don't know, I know you don't know all your numbers across the board. They're not all at hand, but, you know, roughly do many, how many clients or what percentage of clients are buying prints afterwards?
1: Probably like 25, 30%, I would say by extra.
0: Oh, wow. Okay. So more than I expected.
1: And especially like around the holidays or I'll like open galleries up or if they're still open and be like, Hey, you know, order your Christmas cards or whatever through. And so some will do that way. And then others are just very happy with the album or they'll go order them themselves, you know, and they'll send me photos of it. And that, they have them printed on their walls and that's pretty what I like to see.
0: Absolutely. So everything happens through millers. It's all drop dropship. So basically once you've done the session, the photograph, the family, you don't need to sort of uh, reconnect with them in person or even on Zoom.
1: I do not know. I have some emails I touch base So, and some are automated and, and just checking in, make sure they downloaded their photos. I have information that goes right after the session that helps them know about their album, Um, encourages like ordering a second one for grandparents or like, here's some ways to use your photos and kind of get them thinking about things. And I will talk to them during the session and kind of before to kind of get them thinking like, where do you want to see your photos? So that there's like a little bit of that conversation that happens naturally in our other connections. And then they're ready to like, oh yeah, we want to do an, oh, canvases on this wall. Can you, you know, help me with that? And so we can go through that process.
0: And does that happen via Zoom then or that happens at the session or when does that happen?
1: So what will happen is they can send me a photo of their wall and I'll do a mock-up and send it to them if they need a Zoom call, but most don't. Most are like pretty low maintenance. I've pretty laid back clients and just that trust me or they're gonna do it themselves. So and most are, you know, like I said, they are paying a premium. you know they're paying a thousand dollars. they know they they trust me to
0: do it. Sure. So good. So it's such a simple, beautiful, streamlined business model. I can see how it fits your lifestyle perfectly. So with the numbers we've talked about, is your aim to get a hundred, hundred sessions booked through the year? Like, is that a figure that you have?
1: A hundred sessions? Um, no. I mean that's
0: a lot of sessions. Well, I'm just thinking cuz it's $1,000 a session. You, right. You're at 90,000, so that sounds like well, I guess I haven't taken into account the, the extra purchases. But you must be shooting around 70 to 90.
1: I do around 70, but then I like I said I do some schools and each school brings in about 5 to 10,000, so those are just some high volume, a lot of work in a week, right? Like and then um can get you know, a a good chunk of income that way. And so I enjoy those because I can also feed often, some of those will lead to family clients and I filter them through my website. So when I send the gallery to the school, because I give them, parents get galleries of their kid to pick photos from and then order all online. So they don't have to, you know, to just buy a package without knowing they can buy multiple photos and they usually do. And, So I route it through my website. So they're seeing all the information about their gallery before seeing the gallery. They're seeing my website. They're seeing, you know, information. Oh, and here's information to get on my newsletter list, to book a session. And so that helps that too, just kind of feeds into the business.
0: I love it. I know that you said before we started recording that you spoke at Elena Blair's conference just recently. And I told you that when I Googled Seattle family photographers, you've got Elena, Sandra and other big name photographers all popping up there. Are you following her schooled training or course to book your schools?
1: Yes. So I was doing schools before Elena and then I took her course again when it first came out. She had done it in person and I was one of those students. And it kind of had helped in some streamlining and adding some tips. So it was really great. It's a great course that she has. And then I've taken things and made some my own, you know, what works best for, for me and and the schools that I work with.
0: Okay. All right. You know, now you're throwing a big spanner in the works here because we're half hour in. I want to dive into the family side of things. And now I'm thinking, oh, my God, the list is going to want to know about schools. So you know we're going to be doing a follow-up interview now uh, <laughs> on schools. Awesome. So, so tell me about this. upfront charge or cost for families because this is the one thing that I hear from so many photographers and coaches that just doesn't work for portrait shooters. You know, you've got to go in cheap or almost free or free and then upsell on the back end. What are you doing to have your families commit $1,000 before actually the session happens?
1: I have a strong brand. So when you go to my website, you're seeing my work, The consistency. I talk a lot about that. I am not after the five photos that you want. So, like, if you're after those quick, you know, I just need a couple photos that I'm not the photographer for you. And I talk about how you're going to get a collection of images that tell your story that's beyond. I don't show any photos of everyone looking at the camera at all, which are, you know, different clientele. So they go in knowing that they're going to get a larger gallery. They're going to get images of the whole family. They're going to get detail shots. They're going to get connection and they know, and they just value it. They see that. And then, like I said, the families that I work with, even dads walk away and we're like, Oh, that was, it was mad. That was fun. I enjoyed that. You know, or kids that were shy or whatnot, that the experience was good for them. And they just come back and tell their friends and People Google search, people mostly find me through Google searches.
0: Okay. All right. So because if a dad says, oh, that was fun, that's still after he's, or they have invested a thousand dollars. So you've still got the thousand dollars even before he knew it was going to be a good experience. So that's the part that's got me. Are you telling them somewhere that, Hey, listen, there's no big upsell afterwards. Do they know that?
1: Premium members of PhotoBiz Exposed hear more of the best photography business strategies from every guest.
0: I've got one more question to ask you about guilt in just a second. But before I ask you that, where is the best place for the listener to see more of what you're doing and see all the things we've been talking about? Where should they go?
1: They can go to Instagram, Photography. There's some underscores in there, Nasa underscore me. Um, my website is nasalee.com if they want to kind of see what my branding and everything looks like. I have a Facebook group for photographers that's just a free community. It's mostly for women photographers, moms running, you know, trying to do all the things where they can come and find community of like-minded, same situation people and come there too.
0: Nice. And where is that free download and the course access if people want to learn more about that, the blogging course?
1: Right on my website, I have a tab for photographers right on the drop-down menu and they can find my all my free resources like some free that blogging template, I have a content tools planning checklist and there's information about the actual blogging course that they can Learn about too.
0: Fantastic. I'm going to link to all of those in the show notes, so they're going to be easy to find. The last thing I did want to ask you, Nasa, was you know that feeling of guilt, and even as a dad, I had this, you know, going off to weddings on a Saturday. You know, I knew that I was missing out on the kids' soccer and things like that, and uh, family get-togethers, and you know, I just miss a lot. Working weekends, I imagine that it's even harder for a mum, and a mum with six kids as opposed to me with two. Like, is that something you have to struggle with? Or is that just because you've got Derek as such a support, it doesn't factor?
1: There is definitely mom guilt at times where it's like, am I doing enough? Am I being around? I'm not the Pinterest mom, you know, because I'm running a business. I don't have time to create crafts for school things. But I am there when I can volunteer in the class. I'm there when I, you know, I try to be as present as possible. Sometimes it will be hard. Again, Derek is awesome. And so I'll go to a shoot or it's a nice day or I'm like, I need time to work and he'll take the kids out and do something super fun. And I'm like, I wanted to go. And so there's that, that, that hard time. But I also remind myself, I could be working a 40 hour a week job. I could be, you know, traveling a lot or, and I'm not like on shoots. I am gone for hours tops, travel time plus the shoot. And I'm there a lot. And so that helps with that mom guilt. And I also, we date our kids, if that makes sense. So my husband and I make sure that with six kids that they all feel that they get special one-on-one time. So once I will have the boys and my husband will have the girls and I'll take, like I just took my son out and we got donuts and just him and I, my 11 year old and had some time together. And we do that each month with our kids to make sure that we, have that connection. And that really helps with the mom guilt, knowing that I'm, I'm still finding ways to put them to prioritize them and that things that come out of their mouth when they like see me working and doing things, or they'll see me editing a gallery and they're swooning over the baby or they're doing, you know, things that they love the work. And it just makes me really proud that like, I'm showing it's like, that you can be a parent and run an awesome
0: business. That's so good. so I think that's the perfect place to leave this. Thank you so much for coming on, for sharing everything you have. I know there's going to be so much good feedback and I know there's going to be a request to have you back to talk about the school photography. Massive congrats on your success and I truly, truly mean that. What you've built is incredible. I, don't know, I honestly do not know how you do it. I really don't. So congratulations to you and Derek and thanks again for coming on and sharing what you have.
1: Thank you so much for having me.
0: I hope you enjoyed that interview with NASA as much as I did. NASA, if you are listening again, massive thanks for coming on, for sharing everything you did and congratulations on your success. I still cannot believe you achieve what you do having six kids and such a busy life. Just, yeah, it's a credit to you. And again, massive, massive congrats on your success. For you, the listener, I do hope there were a ton of takeaways from today's episode. If you do have any follow-up questions for Nasa, you can hit her up inside the comments area of the show notes page. This week, they're at photobizx.com forward slash 510. Alternatively, if you are a premium member, you can have easy access to Nasa inside the members Facebook group. Maybe you've got a follow-up question or you just want to say thanks for coming on and sharing what you did. You can do that there in the members group. Oh, and I should say, inside or on the show notes page, you'll find examples of Nace's beautiful work. You'll find links to anything and everything that she mentioned. It's all there in that one spot at photobizx.com forward slash 510.
1: It's shout out
0: time. I've got one big shout out for today's episode, and this one goes to Albany Pet Photographer, and that's Albany in WA, in Western Australia. And the photographer is Julie Addison, and she writes in her Google review The PhotoBizX premium membership is like having several business coaches in one place, all at your fingertips. The amazing nuggets I've gained and have already implemented into my business will be paying for my subscription for years to come, and I only signed up three months ago. The discount received for courses for members is also very much welcomed. I recommend you to all my photography friends. She's talking about me and PhotoVizX. And she says, Andrew is approachable and available, which yes, I am. And she finishes with love, love, love. So massive thanks to you, Julie, for taking the time to leave that review. And you'll find a link pointing back to your website in the show notes for today's episode. It's my little way to say thanks for taking the time to leave that review in Google. And I hope it's going to help with your, well, I know it's going to help with your seo as well so again massive thanks to you julie all righty that is going to wrap up this episode of the podcast i'm going to get this edited and out to you then i'm off to the gym for a i'm hoping it's going to be a quick workout some lunch answering some emails and then i'm hopefully going to meet jordan my youngest son on the golf course for a quick nine holes up at magenta shores which is our local golf course so all in all it should be a great afternoon I hope you are staying safe, healthy, and well wherever you are in the world. Big thanks again to Nasa for coming on and sharing what she did. Stay safe and well, and I'll talk to you soon. Bye for now. If you have enjoyed this episode,
1: head to photobizx.com.
0: Join the conversation, leave a comment, and share your thoughts on the interview with Andrew and today's special guest.